Welcome to Pep Talk, a podcast from the Professional Edge Project. My name is JP Edgington, I'm the head coach and creator of the Professional Edge Project, and in this podcast, I'll be talking about how we can enhance our personal and professional effectiveness, how we can increase our mental resilience, how we can increase our calm, our composure, our confidence, our capacity and our capability, all for the benefit of our professional and our personal lives, since each has an impact on the other. If you like what you hear, I'd love to hear from you. It would be great if you could share it as well. But more importantly, more important than that, if something I cover resonates, then I urge you to take some action off the back of it. Even if it's something small, take some action off the back of it. Information is pointless without application. Thanks in advance. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy days to listen to this, but I really hope that you get some value, you get something that can actually make your lives a bit easier, give you some clarity on your day, give you some more confidence and allow you to go out there and and do what you do best. Let's go. Pep Talk, next episode. Um, Okay, it has been... Uh, a long while since the last one, the longest gap between episodes um, ever. Um, as I record this, we are now on the 29th of July 2020. Um, for a lot of people, you know, the last few months has been um, a tricky one. If I had a pound for every time somebody said unprecedented, I'd be a wealthy person. Um, but that's certainly what it is, and we've all had two. Um, rapidly change what we do and adapt to what we do and then obviously that's brought with it um, a lot of stress for sure you know I know I'm stating the obvious here some people have had it easier than others for sure but obviously what we've had to do is that there's been constant or that there's been regular and often significant change and change um is uncomfortable and if you've listened to this stuff we know that comfort ease convenience familiarity um, things that are soon certain and safe these are all things that we um, seek out and that we need and that are strong drivers for us and obviously a lot of those things um, have been missing <clears throat> excuse me and anyway you know I myself have been you know not feeling up to my usual self, not feeling, you know, having to adapt and, and, and change things and uh, like many people. And so, you know, priorities change and uh, the Pep Talk podcast was one of those things that got put to the back burner. But things are changing again um, and it feels kind of like the right time to um, jump back on and keep going. I'm not going to necessarily be talking too much uh covid lockdown type stuff um so yeah let's get into today's little episode so we're going to talk again you know around decision making we're going to continue with the same themes that we normally do decision making being um personally effective which of course will will apply to to many things and again you know, our professionalism is determined by our, our our level of personal effectiveness, okay? 
So we will always focus on being personally effective. Um, and one thing that kind of um, comes up from time to time is when you're facing, say, a tricky decision, okay, you're in a, in, in a difficult situation, something that's um, sometimes put out as an option is to go, well, well, think about somebody that you really admire, somebody that is a mentor or, or someone that you... Um, you have a lot of time and respect for and think, well, what would they do in this situation? Okay, what would so-and-so do in this situation? What would so-and-so do in this situation? In some ways, it's kind of useful. It's, you're trying to get a different perspective on things. And as we know, that, that that's key um, to be able to see things clearly, gain some pers different perspective, gain some clarity by thinking in, in a different way. Um, and thinking in a different way can massively and very quickly change how you feel about a situation. But if you are like me um, and have a potential to be uh, or have been in the past an absolute negativity, negativity ninja, um, whereby you can pull practically anything apart um, and see the negative in it, um, you know, if somebody says, well, think about what so-and-so would do or what so-and-so would do. For me, it doesn't work. Because I can too easily go, well, I'm not them. I can go, well, they're this, they're that, they're different to me. Their situation is different. This is different. That is different. The other is different. You know, how they, what, it's irrelevant. I don't make the connection between what somebody I respect would do in a situation and what I should do because I can put too many gaps in between myself and them. So as with anything, if we're looking about trying to improve ourselves, trying to protect, progress, um, or even repair our personal effectiveness, um, then effective questioning Asking the right kind of questions at the right kind of time is key. It's critical. Okay. So don't ask, you know, what would so-and-so do? You know, I've got a late friend of mine. Um, God, passed away some four years ago now, maybe. Um, but again, somebody I would go to for advice who would always give me some great advice and you know I have a ton of um, respect for personally and professionally and obviously I can't go and ask him um, various things but I you know you know somebody long enough you've got an idea of what they might say so the better question in my mind is in this current situation whilst facing this current problem this current decision that needs to be made what would that person advise me? What guidance would they give me? What questions do I think that they would ask me, knowing them as I know them? Because I can't, it's very difficult to undermine that question. I can't pick that apart too much. And I, yeah, I can if I'm feeling really good. Well, they're not here. I can't ask them. It's pointless. 
but I've got a good idea as to what they would say. I've got a good idea as to what they would suggest. But if nothing else, what it acts as is a pattern interrupt to my whatever my current train of thought is. It might well be I can't think what to do in this situation. I can't make this decision. I'm, you know, I'm feeling a bit lost here. So instead of what would so-and-so do, because it's too far removed from me, I can put too many gaps and barriers inside that. I can pull it apart too much. But a better question, a more effective question is, what advice would they give me? What questions would they ask me? What would they say to me if I came to them with this question? And what it does, like I say, is it breaks that pattern of thought, you know, it gets you to step back from that brick wall that you're facing and just consider different options. Of course, we don't necessarily 100% know unless we actually go and ask them. And and if our, our, our mentor, if that person that we hugely respect is available to us and we can ask them, then... Of course, why not go and ask them? Difficult if, if the person you've got in mind is, is, you know, Tony Robbins or Dave Goggins or, you know, Denzel Ward, I don't know, who, whoever it is that you think, oh my God, I love following their stuff, that they're, they're really kind of, um, you know, powerful in, in the messages they put out and what they say, you can't always ask them. But we, if we know them well enough, if we follow their content, then we can obviously get a bit of an idea as to what they might suggest were we able to ask this question? Like I say, it works in a couple of ways. It breaks the pattern of thought, um, gets us to think in a slightly different way. And for me, it's slightly harder to pull that kind of question apart. Okay? What would so-and-so advise me to do? What advice would they give me? So just a little one today, um, just to get us back into the swing of things looking to do some more things as we go. Um, in particular, what I might be looking to do is putting on here a lot of productivity stuff. Um, a lot of productivity stuff. You might have asked, well, that would have been a good thing to do, you know, back in March when uh, everyone went into lockdown and, you know, lots of people were then having to be really productive for us working from home. And the reason I didn't is because a couple of reasons, but one of which is, is that every man and his dog, every woman, child, uh, seemed to be some sort of expert in working from home. You know, uh, everyone was kind of reacting and scrabbling around to um, stay current, to stay in people's minds, to you know grab bits of work and or whether it's just to try and be really really helpful and it's just there was the the world was awash with you know working at home advice and I just didn't want to get lost up in all of that but as we you know move into this next phase you know I've got a bunch of information that uh, at the moment um, I don't have a a platform a program um, or means to share other than this podcast so I figure let's let's get it out there um, there's no point being stuck in my head uh, water, information is like water it needs to flow um, you need fresh in and you need to get out what you've got in your head um, otherwise it will stagnate and so that's what I'm going to use the podcast for over the next um, 
as and when to be able to get some of this stuff out. And again, as I've mentioned before, if there's a particular topic, if you're um, facing a particular challenge and you need some help with something, then let me know and I can always create a, a podcast around that subject. Um, yeah, coming up to 11 minutes now. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you on the next one.